Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. Good morning, this is Annie for Showreel. I dipped into Arts Express because I was allowed and now I've um, come in through the invisible walls of Radioland into Showreel. 3CR's look at the Australian film industry and other things, uh, not just film, but uh, visual uh, art, artistry that is going on, that moves. And uh, we like to see if we can talk to technicians, we like to see if we can talk about uh, films that have come out and uh, we like to look at different uh, things that are happening in the industry that support the industry uh, from uh, government funding all the way down to uh, the uh, exhibition policies as well as the new online world that is becoming the uh, vehicle for many of Australia's uh, filmmaking talents uh, output, and uh, the one of the best uh, awards uh, that uh, there's a whole series of awards uh, within the Australian context that support and uh, celebrate the uh, work of people in the industry, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Australian directors. Guild Awards, which were held last week. I went along and I had a few drinks, some rub shoulders with some people that it's really interesting to watch people who are actors. Uh, you know, you think, oh, they're, they're kind of uh, familiar, and then you realise that actually they're really famous and uh, they look sort of different when they're out of context, when they're out of the film, that they're actually a uh, milieu that you normally see them in as they project themselves in the different roles. So it's kind of interesting. The person I went to with said uh, a very interesting thing. She said that... Uh, it's really interesting being amongst people who are uh, with their colleagues. They relax, they chat, uh, especially when they're people who are either actors or directors or writers or people who are known, have a public persona, but they also have a personal and professional persona. So it was really interesting. Uh, one of the things that was fascinating about it was the range of people uh, and uh the a range of uh, material that people have produced over 2017 it was it was quite it was, uh, you can have an award 
but uh, you've got to have product that's actually there to be awarded. And it points out in the uh, Australian Directors Guild uh, documentation that uh, they've uh, broadened their uh, range of uh, uh, awards to include online as well as uh, uh, TV as well as uh, feature, but uh, they don't. Um, if if the stuff that's put forward to them isn't doesn't isn't considered to be good enough, then they uh, they won't award anything, which is quite an interesting thing. So they take the the standards uh, really seriously, and it's the only. Uh, Industry decided awards for directorial uh, excellence in Australia, so that's fascinating. It was interesting to note that uh, Peter Weir is back in town, and he was the one that was giving the final uh, award, which was uh, best direction in a feature film, which is considered to be the uh, highest uh, glory, of course. And uh, so it was nice to see uh, Peter Weir there. He uh, didn't dress down so much or dress up. He was ex- completely comfortable in his uh, casual wear, self-deprecating. Everybody was quite aglow with uh, uh, love and uh, admiration because so you should. I mean, Peter Weir, the man who made uh, Cars at Eight Paris and uh, many, many other fantastic films in locally as well as in Hollywood. What a man. Anyway... Uh, everybody was uh, the man. The person who won uh, the best direction in a feature film was Garth Davis for Lion. The others that were there beside him were Hounds of Love, Teenage Kicks, Skin Deep, and The Daughter. Now, Hounds of Love will be releasing later in uh, the month, uh, so that's a film that you might want to be putting on your dance card. It was interesting, the best direction in a documentary feature. We actually spoke to Zach's ceremony, um, Aaron Pedersen. He didn't win, but a great film, worth really worth seeing. He was in the company of Deep Water, The Real Story, uh, Baxter and Me, In the Shadow of the Hill and Hotel Coolgardi. And uh, Deep Water, The Real Story, was appearing recently on TV and uh, Hotel Coolgardi, that's getting a release at Nova. So that's worth having a look at. So uh, there were other things that were fascinating too. I have to I have to quickly say that um, Best Direction in a Documentary Series, Stre- Streets of Our Town, uh, Sally Aitken, was pitted against Howard on Menzies, Simon Nash, and I was deeply relieved to, real, uh, to see that the uh, award went Streets of Our Town, Sally Aitken. <laughs> I would have... I almost got sick when I thought that there was a possibility that Howard on Menzies could win an award, an excellence award. Horrendous, terrible, awful. Um, d- uh, there were um, the Esben Storm Award for Best di- uh, Direction in a Children's TV or SVOD drama. Uh, Nowhere Boys and Little Lunch. Now, Little Lunch won. That was uh, Robin Butler. Not to say that Nowhere Boys isn't worth seeing, which it is, uh, but uh, Little Lunch, special, The Nightmare Before Graduation. If you haven't caught up with Little Lunch, it is hilarious. (laughs) It's uh, a whole series uh, that goes through the lives and times and troubles of a a group of little Tina, um, what is it, uh, uh, primary school kids, and uh, all the political machinations that happen in their schoolyard. 
So it's really worth seeing. And uh, Robin Butler uh, wasn't there, but she uh, said that uh, in actual, uh, she'd sent a message saying that it was uh, an all-round effort, which, of course, film always is. Anyway, fun was had by all. Uh, Friday the 5th of May, the um, Australian uh, Directors Guild Awards 2017 at the Sovitel. I must say it was interesting too to have uh, the... uh, uh there was a um a speech by one of the uh people who work at the uh um di- uh, directors guild uh, it's moving more and more to being recognizing itself as a, a union rather than a guild and i think that that is a sign of the times and there was a very interesting uh, piece of information that came out of that chat, which was that uh, they've recently been able to negotiate a deal between directors and producers. Uh, now, this might seem like nothing in particular to the general world, but this is bread and butter for people who work in creative industries. Now, they're not breatharians. Directors uh, and producers uh, and the uh, uh, payments that they receive over time, royalties, etc. This this was renegotiated in a, a more positive light for directors, which uh, means that this guild union uh, is really proving its worth. The other thing that it's recently done, and this is really quite a bit shocking, and I'm going to look into it, is that uh, they were recently able to force the overseas company that's going to be making a series around hang, Picnic at Hanging Rock. There's going to be a series, a TV series or an online series, Picnic at Hanging Rock. And not one of they've been able to ne- negotiate one of the episodes being directed by an Australian director. Isn't that extraordinary? So this is a, an interesting element to... Uh, the nature of uh, overseas uh, internationalising uh, culture industries, even a subject as Australian as the picnic at Hanging Rock could be just flagrantly stolen. Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, Mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. And uh, yes, on screen, you'll be hearing the dulcet sounds of Melinda on dul- uh, on screen for the next few weeks. But after that, for a couple of weeks, she'll be she's gone on holiday. She's uh, on hiatus, so there's going to be repeats of uh, showreel. You're going to it's so hello, you people, on Saturday mornings. You're going to hear us again, uh, as well as so. Uh, Arts Express, we're going to uh, spread our wings on the invisible land of radio and uh, be heard on Saturday mornings for a while uh, while um, uh, Melinda uh, gets a, uh, sorts out uh, her, um, her 
very the various things that are going on in her life. Now, uh, I was able to have a word with the director, uh, James Bogle. Now, James Bogle has put together a fantastic film about uh, the painter... Brett Whiteley. It, of course, is only called Whiteley because why would you need to call it anything else? Uh, it was a great film and it's, uh, it's, go- it's getting its uh, screening at uh, the Nova. You may have picked up some stuff in the mainstream press about it because Whiteley is a fantastic fellow, just a fantastic artist. Uh, there's also been some really interesting stuff in the uh, business section about some sort of uh, fraud, fraudsters, in uh, Whiteley paintings. Uh, that's another thing that's been uh, uh, bringing Brett Whiteley to uh, people's uh, memory. Uh, he, of course, died a number of years ago. And uh, he, um, I was able to talk to James Bogle about why he made the film, et cetera, et cetera. So let's hear what he had to say. Oh, thank you, James, for that. Um, no <laughs> uh, What I wanted to ask you was, uh, how did you get involved in this project? Because you're quite well known for making features as well as TV dra- dramas and comedies, so it's a departure. Yes, yes, it is, actually. I, I was involved with a four-hour um, docudrama series for the ABC in 2014, and that kind of... Um, that was a delightful project to work on. It was called The War That Changed Us. It was an Anzac, a big Anzac sort of series. And um, we finished up... Yeah, you know, I was just directing the drama on that, but we finished up um, uh, with episodes with about 75% of the, of, of the imagery was drama. And so I started to get a sense that I could make something like this from that series. Uh, that was the first time I'd sort of done something like that. Um, my history, yeah, as you say, is very much, you know, feature films and drama, so... Yeah, well, it's interesting um, because actually you put a lot of lovely drama into this story of Whiteley. Uh, you, you decide to do it from their point of view and you have had an incredible ability to piece together uh, documentary footage in a way that's very conversational. Yeah, we certainly, I mean, I certainly wanted to make it the first person present tense from Brett's point of view um, and not shoot any, you know, fresh interviews um, and piece, piece the film together with an actor that was playing Brett's voice, you know, and his mother's letters, the letters to his mother and, um, um, you know, uh, kind of just collaged the whole thing, you know. Um, And we shot, yeah, we did. We shot some beautiful drama and shot it in a very particular way uh, where we disconnected the lens from the camera body. Um, So a lot of it's out of focus, um, and so we shot all the drama like that, so that it had a sort of special magical quality to mm. it. Yeah, it's quite lyrical. Um, yeah, yeah, and it was—it's sort of something that I think um, you know, uh, still photographers do a little bit these days. They actually disconnect the lens from the body of the camera and then just find the focus by, you know, um, by eye really, and that—that that was. A great deal, you know. It's good fun to shoot the drama like that. Did, did um, you did you feel that you were inspired by him? In fact, because he's a remarkable uh, visual, but also textural mind. 
exactly. I mean, you know, the, the, the whole sort of gamut of Brett's work um, inspired me to make a film that was, um, you know, very textural. And um, there's a strong sense of that in the film. I mean, we we kind of used all sorts of different... I mean, I wasn't really, you know, you know, even really shitty old beta cam video from the 80s, you know, it's got a texture, it's interesting, um, you know, um, nothing nothing was, you know, nothing was too much really because, you know, Brett's like that. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's exactly. Kind of like a reflection of his life and his art, you know, in the, in the way with the, that we made the film. Why yeah. did you decide to make a film about him? I mean, I, I, I can understand why you would, but actually it's such a large subject and unresolved yeah. within the Australian context. Yeah, look, I, I, I kind of realised, having, you know, just spoken to a few people and mentioning his name on the street, you know, that not many people actually knew who he was. Oh, really? Um, God, goodness. Yeah. Oh, that takes my and, breath away. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised, you know, not a, not only young people, but old people as well. And, um, uh, you know, considering how important it is to Australian art, um, you know, the last film that was made was about 25 years ago, about Brett. And, and it was right in the midst of the, the Brett celebrity, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so, yeah, so, um, yeah, so it occurred to me that, um, you know, given the sort of guy he was and the sort of story that it, that that is his, you know, his life story, uh, there's, there's sort of a, uh, I don't know, there's a sort of, um, you know, a currency there. That I do think work. so too. And also, yeah. it's his story is really the modern Australia story, isn't it? In a funny kind isn't of way. It? Yeah, Absolutely. I really think so you too. Know. People have forgotten. You know, and all that... All, all that madness in New York, you know, that he went through. I mean, it's, you know, it's this, you know, you reflect upon what's happening today, you know, in uh, the states, and God, you know, yeah, yeah, no, it's that, he, he kind of lived through that in his own time and tried to, um, you know, tried to sort of make something of it. Uh, you know, anything anything in his life, anything that was in front of him, you know, he would draw. Um, I'm really... I kind really, of just needed to draw. Yeah, yeah. Like breathing, you know, to him. I was really <laughs> impressed with uh, the level of um, exploration. I mean, it's obvious that there are time frames. Like, he actually says that. You actually have him saying that. Or rather, you've found footage where yeah. he's saying that I... Uh, what, what he actually uh, is, uh, it, it's about time. It's all about time yes. because he, he exists, he's alive. And so all yes. he's doing is painting time. Um, but, uh, and obviously, you know, there's points of uh, his life, you know, milestones within his actual chronological life. But yes. you've got this fantastic... Uh, uh, I to uh, you you tear open the skin of his uh perceptual understanding those that that fabulous sequence where he's talking about the click the click was just <laughs> and the man completely not understanding what he was talking about it's fantastic <laughs> yeah that's funny isn't it yeah. and you can see that you can see that when you know when Brett sort of gets sick of him and he just goes oh <laughs> 
<laughs> and still the guy's just sitting there, you know, it's like, oh, my God, you know, he's just not on the level, you know, he can't, he can't get with the program. No. Poor bastard. So what you've so, done is be able to follow the trajectory of his consciousness, his artistic consciousness. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, look, I, How did you do it? You know, well, I, you know, I think that's the journey, you know, the journey that you sort of want to take as a filmmaker. You want to actually bring people, you know, into the power of, you know, that sort of emotionality, if that's a word. It's not. But, <laughs> it's a bit um, like the Matisse you know. against the Bell Synapse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he makes that word. Well, I love that so too. Can I. Yeah, he can. No, he's great. He just goes ahead, doesn't he? And makes up words. And, it's know, fantastic. Keep up, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just but, um, fantastic. Yeah. No, look, you know, that's the, that's the journey, isn't it? You want to actually get, you know, as you say, you want to get under his skin and find out what makes him tick and, you know, what's driving him and, you know, and with someone like Brady so bloody, you know, complex, it doesn't necessarily have to make sense, you know. Um, uh, you know, great, you know, uh, great for painters, people or artists in general to see a film like this. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, fantastic. definitely, yeah. You know, considering you know the diminishing kind of uh, you know funds and so on for artists, and how difficult it is on the landscape, you know, in Australia. Um, well, he says to Lloyd Rees. Uh, he asks him, are you using line? And Lloyd Reese says, mass, but quite a bit of edge. <laughs> That's I love right. it. Good old Reese, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. He, that was, I mean, he was, yeah, he was just, oh, they, uh, that's just such an amazing scene. And no one's ever seen that. That was, uh, that was footage. I think it was, I think it was from Cham- Channel 9, um, yeah, I think it was. It was Channel Nine footage, but it was net that that, se- that sequence has never been seen before. And you know, suddenly you just see um, Brett with his absolute, you know, kind of hero, um, Lloyd Reese, and you know, they're just getting on like a house on fire. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it, it uh, takes away the outsider's view of a person. Your film to the true to an honesty about themselves. You know, it's not about the celebrity, it's about the work and the doing. We certainly, yeah, we certainly wanted to explore that. And I was working with a great editor who really understood that. Uh, and you can tell, can't you? I mean, yeah. it's just so beautifully cut. Um, yeah. You know, and there were sort of times when Laurie would be, you know, cutting and he just he'd park on something and I really wasn't sure what he was doing and you know you just have to hang in with him because he's got a great mind Laurie um, the editor Laurie Silverstrand and you know he'd sort of park on something he'd just and he'd be just massaging it for two or three hours you know just <laughs> just to find something you know that was niggling at him you know before he'd show me um, so, so yeah, we had an amazing, amazing relationship. So, so, so you you wrote it, you co-wrote it. Mm. So you've had mm. a plan, and then mm. uh, you must have sought out things to go into that plan. Is that right? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, certainly it was written with all of Brett's spoken words. Um, you know, like audio, film, video, anything that he'd ever 
car fed, you know. We had a plan to sort of lay that up first and then see how how best to work with that and how best to sort of tell, you know, generate the story in a first-person present tense from that. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a really explorative sort of cutting, cutting room experience, um, you know, where at times it was really difficult to know, you know, how to go forward. But, you know, his paintings often showed the way because... Um, you know, there's not a lot of difference between Brett and his paintings. <laughs> no, no, that, that's probably completely correct. Yeah. I mean, I love the yeah. way he, um, I love the influences, uh, Van Gogh. I thought I'd done it. I was part of those. <laughs> th- I love it. I love it. I actually really quite understand this. From a painter's point of yeah. view, I, I just think that I've got a sister who uh, is a painter and uh, I took her to see some photographs and she said, oh, you know, that's okay, but paintings are great. You know, like forget photos, <laughs> paintings are the yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, it, you yeah. know, yeah, the depth, you know, the people, you know, the depth the of color. thinking, you know, yeah. and the color and the form and shape and style and everything. I love that stuff. I mean, when, that stuff about uh, Clifton Pugh and the reds. That was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many little bits and pieces there. You know that. Um, you can sort of feed off, and and he was just so uh, driven, wasn't he? Sort of so determined and patient, and you know, kind of just uh, you know had the, had the discipline, you know. Uh, did you it. ever actually meet him by any chance? I did. I met him on the street, actually. Um, Perfect. And it was, it was it was an odd one. It was just sort of like a classic. Of you know, there's lots of little Brett stories. I painted the side of my car because it had cracks in it, so I mm-hmm. painted the cracks as cracks. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and he pulled over and went, "Hey, what what's that?" <laughs> and I went, "Oh, I painted the cracks because there were cracks, and I painted them as cracks." And, went, oh. and then he just drove off. <laughs> oh, that's so I caught his eye. I caught his eye. You know. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, that's so cute. I really like that. It's a very impressive uh, film, and uh, congratulations. It's really nice. Really nice to. I was a little bit timid because I I find him, his art. I'll tell you a whitely story. I used to clean a house, and the people had two of his animal pictures leaning up against their wall. They're very large leaning up against their wall in their bedroom where I used to clean. And I used to think, oh, my God, they're rich and they've got taste. (laughs) 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 But they're beautiful paintings, absolutely fabulous. And so I was thinking to myself, I'm a bit uh, tremulous, Uh, will this be a great film? And I actually think it is a great film. It's a great homage to a great man. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, we certainly wanted it to be like that, you know, that's probably exactly what we wanted to make. So it's lovely to hear you say that. And thanks for talking to me. No worries. Good luck with it. Thanks, mate. (laughs) Bye. Okay, see ya. Bye. James Bogle, and it's about his great film, 
Whiteley. It is. It's a great film. And if you're a painter, you really should go and see it. You'll know what I mean when you do. That's the end of Showreel today. I'm going to play some hectic music because Brett Whiteley was hectic. And uh, that's just it. Coming up next is Published or Not. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.